I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. The Orange survived to play another day as they took care of business against the Arizona State Sun Devils in Dayton. We'll go over that game with you. We'll check in with the fan base on social media in our fan feedback segment. And Joe will tell us what to expect as Syracuse heads to Detroit to take on former ACC foe Jamie Dixon and his TCU Horned Frogs Friday, March 16th at 940. Let's go. What's up, Q's Nation? Thanks for tuning in to the Q's Nation podcast with Sean and Joe. If you like it, please share it. All right, the tourney show we were going to do, it didn't happen, mostly because we did a, uh, a pre-tourney show for Syracuse. So uh, that was one thing I wanted to bring up. The other thing I wanted to bring up was the, um, the article that's posted to our Facebook page. And it is, uh, it's titled Syracuse Orange Have Become College Basketball's Biggest Trolls. And it's by Sean Keeley, who started Noon's Magician. And it's a, um, it's a somewhat misunderstood article because no one is continuing to read it after the first four paragraphs. So it's really, including you. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, I would check it out. It's really, it's a really fun, it's a really fun article. And, um. It's yeah, it's good read. Yeah, good read, says Joe. Uh, take it from Joe. All right. The Orange sent the Sun Devils packing with a 60-56 win in UD Arena. They did it in front of 12,732 fans. Syracuse known for setting crowd records this season, and that is exactly what they did. It was the biggest crowd for a first four game. Arizona averages 83.5 points a game. Syracuse held them to a season-low 56. Brissett gets his 13th double-double of the season and led the team with scoring with 23, accompanied with 12 rebounds. He was absolutely stellar in that game. Uh, Battle followed Brissett with 15 points. He was 6 for 14 from the field, 2 for 5 from 3. One of those was clutch, though, with 151 remaining in the game. Uh, Howard recovering from strep throat, probably not 100%. He did score 12 points. He also had 3 steals. He and Battle did play all 40 minutes. Chukwu, a little frustrating to watch, but redeemed himself big time, hitting some clutch free throws at the end of the game to steal the win. 
Uh, as both teams struggled from the line, actually, uh, Syracuse was 56% overall. Arizona was 30%. Thank God. Finally, Cuse out-rebounded 37-34, both teams with 11 turnovers. The difference, though, Syracuse had 15 points off of those turnovers to just four for the Sun Devils. So, Joe, as you remember, as we've talked about, a couple years ago it was Malachi Richardson. Went on the tear in the tournament and um, ripped it up, ended up getting drafted and leaving us. Uh, as we mentioned in the last show, we, we presented the possibility of maybe Tyus Battle garnering attention from first round uh, as a first round draft pick in the NBA. But the possibility yeah. now, uh, it could easily shift to Brissett after the night he had against Arizona. He was just yeah. clutch. I mean, amazing. Just um it couldn't have done it without him. I mean, for sure, he was he was the key factor in that in that game. Yeah, so. and he got in a little bit of foul trouble too. He sat three minutes, which isn't a lot, but he usually yeah. plays forty. So, well, yeah, he was definitely clutch. Yeah, I mean, I mean, what did we do? What did we have? We had uh, Sidibe with six and Moyer with five. Jim Beheim's playing five guys. Okay, I mean, yep. Basically, I mean, neither one of those guys did anything. Uh, well, yeah, well, it made me nervous when he fell. Yeah, rebound for CD. Yeah, tough fall. Well, Joe, just, hey, give me your, you know the deal. Give it to me. Yeah, the game kind of went exactly the way that I thought it was going to. Um, they hit some deep, deep threes. Oh, I know. It was uh, brutal. You know, we can't we can't guard guys out there like that. But we knew that they were going to hit some. They ended up shooting 32 of them. So it worked out. They didn't shoot a very good percentage. And uh, we ended up getting to the free throw line more, rebounded them more. Uh, we were even with turnovers, so I would like to see maybe some more blocks, but it, it was pretty much kind of what I expected. It was we could have had better offense. Uh, I thought that we might have been a little bit more. I thought it would have been a little bit easier for you know players like Battle and, and Howard to score. Obviously, that was before we found out about Howard and strep throat, which that kind of definitely drains you. You know, any type of thing like that where you got to take antibiotics it's, it, it's draining to the body so yeah, plus that's not um, one of those things you you catch right away that's something you have for a couple of days and you're sick and then you're like oh, all yeah. right i gotta go to the doctor so yeah, yeah. so yeah he, he i mean that's like, that's like a week week and a half long thing huh yeah, he missed two practices too oh yeah he only practiced one time so, or yeah. one day one day and i'm sure it wasn't a crazy practice for him but either way that was kind of a, a little bit um i thought that they were going to be able to score a little bit better. But again, kind of exactly the way my brother said it when we, when it started after like first five minutes, he's like team first team that gets to 60 is going to win. And obviously, I mean, we ended up scoring 60, but didn't need to. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, as far as the grade goes, I would probably go, I'd probably go uh, B plus. Why so low? Of the game. Why so low? I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask you. B plus? Why so low? Yeah. I think we could have played a little bit better defense. Really? I think honestly, honestly, after watching them, I thought at the first, like at halftime. I mean, I was gonna, I was trying to call you, and I talked to some other people, and I just, it was pretty obvious to me after the first half that we had the better team, we had uh, the better talent, and Hurley was pulling out all stops, throwing out four guard lineups, and doing, changing it up, and you know, trying to just annoy us and wear us down with defense and stuff, and. Um, but I can tell that if we would have lost that game, it would have been solely on us. Uh, I think we could have played a little bit better defense, and um, I think we could have limited some mistakes, and obviously I don't think our offense was great. 
All I'm right. doing a B plus just based on the fact that I just didn't think that Arizona State was that good of a team by watching after watching. Oh, okay, them. well that's fair. All right, who's your player of the game? Oh, Brissett. Okay, yeah, I don't think there's any way around giving Brissett the player of the game for us. Uh, I mean, the, the no play of the game was probably Battles crossover three to take a three point lead at the end of the game, but yeah, yeah, player of the yeah, game, O'Shea yeah. Brissett. Battle was just kind of stagnant for a little bit. Both teams went through like. Uh, Four-minute scoring drought for us, I think. Uh, Arizona State was on a, a possibly something close to a six-minute scoring drought. And those are the things that frustrate me that we don't always capitalize on. And it's obviously because of how, you know, just it, our offense just struggles. And, I mean, you know, that's why, like uh, Coach said, you know, we hang our hat on defense and um, – you know, it is what it is. So with yeah. with and we could have gotten a lot. We could have gotten a lot more second chance points, stuff like that. You look at our rebounds. I think there was two in particular plays where I think two plays combined or two possessions combined. I think we had like four or five offensive rebounds and we didn't get any points off of it. So it, just for some of that numbers are deceiving. So I think that and we we shot we shot lower than we normally do from the free throw line. I know that they didn't shoot very good either, but those are just a bunch of just little things that we usually do better that I think would have sealed this game up and made it a little bit easier for the Syracuse fans. But obviously we know Syracuse, he doesn't like, they don't like to do that for to us. So, yeah, I mean the free throws too, bro. I mean, we missed 10 If we get five of those. It's, it's getting a little bit more comfortable down the stretch. Yeah, or just a putback after which would be normal. We, we were right around like what? 74, 78, something like that. So as a team, yeah. So it'd be like five more, maybe something like that. Um, yeah. We did, like you mentioned, we held them to thirty-four point three percent from behind the arc, and they were all long, and they were all long, and mm-hmm. they they missed the the one at the end, which was amazing. I mean, because he was wide open. Well, he wasn't wide open, was, but he no, stepped, that was a good side. He made a good ball fake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, uh, my my thing with Chuku, you, you're in the tournament now, bro. You got to hang on to the ball, man. You got to hang on to the ball and don't be, don't be, he goes, he's two inches from the rim and he tries to bank it off the backboard, dude. And he dude, misses it. Point I know. Blank range. Dude, Just throw it down. At this point. Throw it down. You should, I mean, it's not going to change overnight just because it's, they're in a tournament now, Sean. I know. They, I mean, it is, his hands are what they are. I know. But even m- missing a, a point blank lay in like that, I mean, that was frustrating because that was two points right away. And then he missed a couple free throws, but he redeemed himself. I'm not picking on Chukwu. I don't think anybody did. I don't think anybody's worthy of being picked on. Howard's two turnovers right at the beginning of the game. Uh, he got chewed out very quickly, and then that was it. He never turned the ball over again. Yeah, and he scored a quick eight points to get you know help us score, start right, to score pretty early. He so he did. Um, uh, I didn't mention anybody really from the other team. I didn't. Justice, I guess, stood out the most. Really, um, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Like you I said, they're, 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 they're not a really. They're not really that all that impressive you know and that's what that's part of the the frustrating thing and and when i talked to you at halftime or texted you at halftime you're like they got they got it we got it right where we want them. we got it right where we want them. so and then they went up by seven and then coach calls a timeout they run they actually threw in a, a offensive scheme that they that no one had seen on tape they ran it four times in a row and scored off of it yeah i mean and- that's awesome well, yes, and that was one of those things where I think he was kind of waiting to use it, but I would have liked to have seen it earlier, like I said, even in the end of the first half and in the second half. I mean, they were having three-guard, four-guard lineups. So, yeah, I mean, Brissett, Cody Justice, I think he's 6'5". So, and they should have been able to take advantage of Brissett 
um, being able to post up or even possibly doing something like posting up the guards. I didn't see Tyus Battle try to post up once. I mean, those other guards, uh, Evans and, and Holder, you know, they, they they shot a lot. And, I mean, they scored and hit some, but they're both 6-1. I know they're feisty little defenders, but um, I just don't understand why we didn't try to take advantage of their height. Slow it down and just take advantage of their height. Yeah, Instead, we, we did control the pace, though. Yeah, no, we did. Yeah. We absolutely did. We didn't let them get out uh, get out on fast breaks or get down and get easy buckets nope. before our nope. defense could get set up, and that's kind of a big thing. So, And the game got slowed down a lot. the whole game. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, we, they haven't seen that much. The Syracuse I'm talking about hasn't seen that much either. So, um, real quick, what about the refs, dude? I've, I, I don't think I've ever seen anybody get a foul called on them for, for hand-checking. And we haven't we – we only talk about the refs when it's justified. I feel like last night was just bad. It was just uh, – there was some calls. I think they made up for it a little bit in the second half. I mean, I think <laughs> there were legit calls. But right. uh, nonetheless, there was definitely – I mean, we got – There was a lot of quick ones early. A lot of – some ticky-tacks. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, let these let these boys play. And some of these, I mean, they were flopping all over the place. Some oh, of those my gosh, things, yeah. Even they were just not offensive fouls. That Mikey or Mickey Mitchell, whoever he was. It, yeah. I mean, he flopped almost every time someone came near him. Yeah, so. it's, it's all they could do because the size difference. Um, I, gave him an a, I gave him an A-. minus. I mean, it's a tournament. Wow. Yeah, I know. It's the first time I've graded above you. Must have had a good night's sleep. <laughs> oh, I definitely did. I definitely yeah. did. It's always easier to sleep and wake up on a Syracuse win. Um, and like I said, O'Shea Brissett, um, the, the player of the game for me as well. Yeah. Uh, Doug Gottlieb, he continued to troll oh, uh, Syracuse God, fans turn. after the game. He said, would Beheim want Howard to, mi- um, to miss up three? Makes zero sense. And he's talking about this is actually a good point. We talked about this. Um, he was at the end of the game. There was some confusion about the foul shot. He was telling him he wanted him to miss that last foul shot. Remember? Yeah. That was never clarified. It was never asked. I never heard an explanation about it. But you got You make that every time, don't you? I mean, don't you try? Yeah. To make well, that I mean, time? if you make it, you're up four. If you miss it, you did what the coach wanted him to do. So I don't really. <laughs> yeah. It's a lose. It's right. a lose or a win-win. So I don't really know what the problem was. You know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, he also says, uh, Sidi or um. Chuku couldn't score if you put him in a gym alone. Uh, this is Doug Gottlieb. Uh, good win for Cuse. Winning doesn't uh, validate inclusion, but it does mean you keep playing. Congrats. So he's snark. He's trolling everybody, but they trolled back. Uh, at KG, of course they did. At, at KG4424 said, kind of like Alabama football, they didn't deserve to, to be in the playoffs, but they still won. <laughs> Uh, let's see, at Hugh G30. I'm just trying to find our fans through this. You're a complete tool. <laughs> uh, Derek Coleman replies, we're laughing all the way to Detroit, Doug. Uh, let's see, at Cuse Carla, this tweet validates that you're still a douche. And I, <laughs> uh, I think we found our winner. Yeah, right. Uh, at Cuse underscore town hero 44, you're an idiot. You know, keep it simple. That's what I like. Here's another yeah. simple one. At JFlyer1, you suck, Gottlieb. Hashtag let's go orange. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, have a little fun with Doug Gottlieb. Give him, give him, if you're a Cuse fan, give him a follow on Twitter just to, just to razz the hell out of him. All right. <clears throat> Syracuse is, I mean, right? Why not? Why not? Syracuse is 2-0 all-time against 
Arizona State. Both wins have come in the NCAA tournament. Beheim got his 54th NCAA tournament victory over Arizona State, tying Rick Pitino for fourth on the all-time list. That's awesome. Syracuse is 62-38 and all-time in the NCAA tournament. Uh, the game attracted, we went over that. Brissett is is the fourth freshman in program history with a double-double in the NCAA tournament to join Carmelo Anthony, Billy Owens, and Derek Coleman. All right. Go to facebook.com forward slash Nation podcast. Thumb us up there. Or go to Twitter and give us a follow at Nation show. You want to try to get on fan feedback segment, that is your opportunity. So... You know, I, t- I there wasn't a whole lot of there wasn't a whole lot of negativity going on. You know, we we have our Doug Gottlieb's out there. Um, we mentioned we mentioned that. Let's see what else I got here. Uh, Tony says, "Man, this game was a mess, but we got it done. Keep going, boys. Go Cuse." Yeah, it was it was sloppy, Joe, but it's been sloppy all year. Yep, it's been sloppy all year. Uh, keep it close, and keep it whichever close team makes the shot. plays at the end. It's- Exactly. exactly. That's your winner, winner, chicken dinner. That's right. Chris said refs tried handing the game to Arizona State. They were incompetent in the second half, to say the least. Um, yeah, we covered the refs a little bit. Just a, just a couple really bad ones. The only one I really remember, though, off the top of my head is that hand check one, which was just got awful. Uh, Damien says it wasn't pretty, but we'll take it. See you Friday, TCU. Hashtag go Cuse. Pam says that's our boys fighting scrap for every single point and play with heart. Way to go, Cuse. Uh, Kevin says, I just want to say hey to all the Fairweather fans tonight. There weren't many on social media, I'll tell you that. And then I love this. Rich, no. Richard puts up, jumping out into a huge lead in the first half helped. Let's go Orange. And he's got a screenshot of, of his um, TV. That's 12,116 <laughs> yep. points. I up. saw that. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Uh, yeah. o- O'Shea Percet at O'Brissy. Prove him wrong and move on to the next. Awesome. Adam Shine at Adam Shine. Now I can breathe. Wow, nothing like a crisp t- tournament win. Rough night for the haters. We did it. Bag it, Arizona State. And he's got a bunch <laughs> of hashtags after that. Um, and then here's one for you. It's, this is from at did SU lose? He says, nope. <laughs> <laughs> that, <laughs> that, that handle actually has a bunch of followers on it, so that's pretty funny. <laughs> uh Great game by oh this is from at Lomi Q's fan, think that Lomi Lomi Q's fan whatever L O M M I. Great game by O'Shea, but he could slow his roll a little. Don't want him to leave. Yeah, and that like uh, like we talked about. Hey, I'd rather have you play all out, right? Yeah, you have to play all out and get it done, and um, and you know worry. I mean, about- that's not even. That's just the fan being. Uh. Well, that's the fan. He hasn't what do you think the player is going to say if you were to say to, tell, say to the player, like, hey, man, you got to kind of slow down. You might get drafted this year. You think he's going to be like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're what winning games. What we're trying it? to win games. $2 million or $1.5 What's the guaranteed? Something. Something. Yeah, it's in the millions. If it's though, seven right? figures, I'm going. Yeah, exactly. Hey, Brissett's awesome, but if he can make if he can make noise like this, Especially after hitting the floor like he did. If you watch that replay of him hitting the floor, dude, mm. he hit the floor. Yeah, I think he not gotten the wind knocked out of him. Yeah, he was. That's coughing. for sure. He was coughing. Yeah, but um, you know, if if he can, he's gonna I bet you he's sore today. I'm sure he is, and and that's another point too. You know, we basically have two days off. 
talk about, yeah, we got a day in between games. But we got, actually, we got like two days in between games. I mean, we don't play till 940. Yeah, absolutely. Today was a travel day. They'll get to chill out all day tomorrow. Yeah. Well, I mean, they'll probably hit the gym a little bit, right? But, you know, most of the time, they're just going to be hanging out. So, um, that's it. That's all I got for fan feedback. It was just there wasn't a bunch of haters on there. I haven't heard. No. From, I haven't heard. There never from, is when something like that happens. There was right. never. There wasn't a lot of haters out there when we beat Clemson in football too. Yeah, and I haven't heard from. Um, I haven't heard from Steve lately. Steve, our, yeah. our in-house pessimist. So. Well, I mean, the, the NIT has been on for the past three nights, so he's probably busy watching that. <laughs> exactly. All right, That's go. why he wanted Syracuse to make the NIT. He's just a yeah. huge NIT fan. Yeah, he loves the NIT. Uh, go <laughs> go to um, facebook.com forward slash Cuse Nation podcast. Thumb us up or at Cuse Nation Show. All right, Joe. Syracuse heads to Detroit. In fact, they're there right now. Friday, March 16th, to take on Jamie Dixon's Horned Frogs. What a terrible name for a team at 940 tomorrow. What can you tell us Man. about TCU? Oh, you like the Horned Frogs. You like that? Uh, I mean, I didn't mind back in the day, you know, when Ladanian Tomlinson played there. Oh, I was kind he? of a fan, you know, the purple uniforms. They're kind of cool, yeah. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, you know. I never, I never hated him. Anyway, so uh, no. so is Jamie Dixon. Is he going to be able to pull out all the stops and teach his teach the Horn Frogs the two three zone the way he did Pittsburgh a couple years ago when they wiped us out a couple times? I hope not. They, they can shoot though, can't they? <laughs> it's, yeah, they can. They um they they their favorite their favorite lineup has um five players. All five players in the lineup can shoot. I think they all shoot like over 35% uh, from three. So they can all shoot, even including their uh, their 6'11 senior, uh, Vladimir Brodzianski, <laughs> something like that. But uh, he leads the team. Uh, he averages 15 points a game. Sounds like Russian uh, collusion to me. What's that? Sounds like Jamie Dixon's colluding with the Russians. Well, Vlad. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't know. He's a senior. Jamie Dixon's only been there for two years. So okay. I don't. I wouldn't put Touché. it on him. Touché. Uh Anyway, <laughs> there's six, seven forward. Henrik Williams averages 13 points in a team high, um, nine rebounds and four assists. And he's uh, was second team all Big 12. And that kind of scares me because that just kind of makes me think that he's that guy that he might be able to put in the middle of that zone and pass out of it um, and score. Um, they also have a sophomore, Desmond Bain, uh, averages almost 13 points. And I'm not even going to try to pronounce his first name, but Noy. Uh, freshman forward is at 10.3. So the one big thing they had, one of their better, uh, their sophomore point guard, Jalen Fisher, he suffered uh, injury, um, season-ending injury back January 13th, and they played against Oklahoma. But his uh, backup, junior Alex Robinson, has averaged 21 points and seven assists since he went out. So uh, they're a dangerous team. Last year they made the NIT in Jamie Dixon's first year, and they actually went and won it. Um, and they've been pretty much a solid in in the tournament team all year. So they're 21 and 11. And um, again, like you said, they can shoot and they look like a dangerous team on paper. And like we talked about on the phone, I guarantee you, as soon as Jamie Dixon saw that selection show uh, bracket on selection show Sunday, he was practicing the zone just in case Syracuse won. And again, we know he's a, a zone killer with. Jamie, uh, with the, when he was coaching Pittsburgh. So, 
Yeah, it's definitely a, it's definitely a, a game to be nervous about. Um, I think that this team is definitely going to pose bigger problems than uh, than Arizona State well, could. What do you think about what do you think about the? Um, I mentioned the turnaround. Do you think you know well, we, we saw I mean, what happened? We saw what happened when they played back to back. Are we going to be well, looking at a similar situation? Do you think, or do you think they can? They can utilize I think they'll the, be a little bit better, but you also have to look at just certain things on whether Frank Howard's going to be still 100%. I think he'll be fine. I think he'll be fine. You'd hope so, but yeah, and then Brissett, how he's going to feel. He's uh, the Dolge, one I'm worried about. Dolge kind of hit a – he took a hit kind of late. Uh, it looked like Chukwu yeah, like and Sidibe at one point both tweaked their knees. So, I mean – They could each have 10 knees. They'd all be tweaked. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> this guy's tweaking. Yeah, I don't know what. I don't know. So tall, it's those tall guys, man. I know, right? Jeez. Either oh. way, they know. I mean, it's, like you said, it's the tournament, so they're still going to go all out. At this point in the year, anybody who's played any type of significant minutes on a team is banged up in some sort of way. So. Yeah, but, I mean, it's it's this is the you know this is the first round you know it's Syracuse all the, they already went through like Hurley said uh, already went through a rock fight you know I yeah. mean it was a brutal game you know it was a physical yeah. game it was it was you know tit for tat and really kind of you know aggressive well TCU's at some probably going to do sort of the same thing um, they look like they got a little bit more height their RPI they ended up twenty two. And uh, when we looked at some of the Ken Palm uh, adjusted offense and defensive stats, their adjusted offense uh, is eighth and their adjusted defense is 105th. So, again, this is just going to become a, it's just another eighth. Yeah. So it just becomes another question, just like Arizona State. I mean, Arizona State was 19th in offense and 124 or something, 34 like that on defense. So uh, this is just a team that's got – can play a little bit better defense than Arizona State. They got height. Um, guards are a little bit taller. They got a you know six eleven senior down there. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be and they can score the ball better. So it's still going to come down to whether or not our defense is our defense better than their offense, and can we score on their defense? Yeah, it all it's it's all going to come down to the defense from here on yeah. out for the rest of the year. Right. We, our offense but again, is too, what it is. We, that is probably not going to change much. Right. And again, I mean, Jamie Dixon, I think it's safe to probably say, I mean, he was coach, he was coach at Pittsburgh for years. So, you know, you get to be able to coach kids up over a certain amount of years. You know, they're playing against Syracuse two times a season, at least oh, yeah, for two, three, sure. four years. Yeah. You know, he always had senior laden guys. He didn't really have a lot of guys that left early. Yeah, you could teach it all you want in the gym at practice. It's not going to be anything like watch, like having it in your face. On right. Court. So I don't think this team does have the experience. And I, I mean, it being Jamie Dixon's second year, I don't really think that he has got the team. You know, I mean, he's only had two years of recruiting. So you can't even really say that this whole team is his team. Not to say that they're not good players, but it might not be necessarily the exact type of players that he would essentially have or recruit. You know, three, four years down the road after he's got the job with all of his players on the roster, his recruits, you know? Yeah. So, all right. Well, hey, you never know, man. No, you never I think, know. Uh, but we're, you, you know, well, we're, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, we're a four point underdog. Yeah. I don't think that they're, 
they're, I think they're kind of like us. They've, I mean, they've had some better wins early and they've played a lot of teams that have been ranked and their conferences looked at as the best in America because of all the teams, but um, they didn't really have good success over the teams that made the tournament in their league. So we'll see. Yeah, they we'll, fight. we'll see. Wait, well, what do you think? You got to give me your prediction, bro. You got to. Oh, you want a prediction? Yeah, come on, dude. Do you love you this. You live for the predictions. We never do predictions. Come on. You think they got okay. Come on. It's tournament time. I mean, what are we looking at, dude? You're shaking your head. No one can hear you shake your head. <laughs> <laughs> because I don't want to say that I think okay. we're Okay. Gonna... All right. I'm not. Okay. Okay. Just shut your mouth then. All right. Final thought. Nothing. He's got, <laughs> He's got nothing. Okay. Just still shaking my head. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Well, that's it. Just watch, man. It's a tournament. Anything can happen. Just, you know, yeah. 940 Friday night. I'm going to be feeling good. And- oh, Joe's going to get on the Twitter. Joe is going to get on the Twitter. And when Joe gets on the Twitter, you'll know because he'll sign it Joe. From now on, I'll sign mine. You sign yours, Joe on the Twitter. It's going to happen. I've been asking him. Now I'm telling him. So. Come on. You're so terrible. This guy is so terrible <laughs> at social media. It's not even funny. It's, All right. I'll just write a bad one and then just sign it, Sean. No, yeah. <laughs> of course you will. Well, <laughs> whatever. I, I tweet during the game. I think it's fun. It's a good group of people we got on there. Really? Oh, sweet through the game? Yeah, yeah. I try not to look at my phone during the game. I know. Well, I don't do I do it at TV timeouts and stuff, or if something happens, you know? Everybody gets razzed up, man. It's interesting. You're so lame. All right. That's it. <laughs> we will be back. Either way, we will be back here Saturday, Joe. You want to try to get back Saturday? Yeah, Saturday or Sunday. All right. Yeah. Um, Sometime so, during the weekend. Yeah. All right. So that's it. For Joe, I'm Sean. We're out. You just heard the Cuse Nation podcast with Sean and Joe. You're so lame. That's for making me put my head on. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The NBA Finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. Host and former NBA sharpshooter J.J. Redick not only has a plugged-in perspective on the action from his time in the league, but he's also announcing the games in real time for ESPN. JJ has the ultimate insider point of view, and he's taking you along for the ride as he breaks down the best defensive schemes, dunks, and drives from each game. And speaking of incredible drives, there's no better place to tune into your new favorite podcast, The Old Man and the Three, than in a standard-setting BMW. 
Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard. BMW, the ultimate driving machine. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 